Rama. Rama was talking about the fact that everyone has Gehenna. And we started with Allah Aleph and Kameshi, the fact that Rashus Nasuna, everyone's given permission to to either become a Tzadik like Moshe Rabbeinu or to become a Rasha like Yerava. And that's why we said, even though the Gemara doesn't say in exactly those words, the Gemara says in the words of uh, that if a person is born a Tzadik, we sign say, but that is we let him, but we help him. The Ram doesn't say that. The Ram just said that the options are open to him. The options are open to him. He can choose to be a Tzadik, and we'll let him. We'll choose to be a Russian, and we'll let him. Now, we'll come back to the in the deep in a second, but first in Halakha Gimel, says the Rambam, the Ika is the Ika God who Amad Atarev The principle of Bechira is a, the, 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 he says, the Ika Ragadal, which is the foundation on which the Torah's limits stands. Hashem says, look, I've given you today two options. Chaim, life, the option of life and good, the option of death and bad. Which was not mean given to you, it's up to you. Anything a person wants to do in the realm what human beings can do, you can do it. Pain to him, pain to him. Actually, it's good, actually, it's bad. If there's your inyan, because of that, the Pasuk says, Me'yitin, Behoyer levavam zelahem. When after, when the Pasuk says, Le'eroisi. Now, as after Matan Torah, when Kaisa were too scared of hearing Hashem speak, speaking to them and uh, dying from the experience, and they asked Moshe to speak in the place of Hashem. So, Hashem says, Me'yitin, who would, who would make, who would give that they would always fear me? Because there wasn't a meeting, Hashem, you could give. But he doesn't, why? Because, Hashem is not going to cause people to fear him. Hashem doesn't force people what to do. When they go to their master's table, he doesn't decree on them to do good or to do bad. But, he gives it up to them to decide uh, what they want to do. And that's the principle of the fear. There are some very big questions in this question, which uh, the Ram himself is going to is going to address later on in the Arachis. Which well, I'll leave him to, to discuss later like, in the next few Arachis. In other words, the basic point of the principle, he says, is an echo god of and it is an echo god of because if you're going to take away the fact that a person has Bechira, that what it means is Hashem is, um, has, has forced him to act a certain way. And if Hashem is activist, forced a person to act a certain way, then that's the case. He can't reward more punishment. Because then he's being compelled. It wasn't his own choice. And therefore, the the prerequisite to the fact that there's Chayva Oynish is that a person is responsible for what he does. And therefore, if he does right, he can get rewarded. And if he does bad, he can get punished. But if a person wasn't responsible or wasn't able to control what he does, it would be, not, it would be impossible to reward or punish him. He's an automaton, he's a robot. He's been programmed to act a certain way, and if that's the case, there's nothing, what are you expecting? There was another option. Now, there's three different uh, big big discussions or big questions on this principle of Bechir, uh, which we need to talk about. I'll start with the one Revolver talks about, which he says is, again, Shem Chasulavish and Revolver says that uh, the element which will be the the, so to speak, the, the 
points which Kriyashal will have to fight about in Hashkafa in the Dara before Mashiach will be about, he says there were times you know, there were Darius who were in Kriyashal to fight about it was the authenticity of the terror compared to other religions there were times in Kriyashal to fight the fact that there's a God compared to atheism or, or any other principle which, of the Ikrim he said the Ikrim which will be the fight between Kriyashal and Hashkafa of the world before Mashiach will be if a person is Bechir or not Rukhasmari said this 60 years ago he said he said the fight before Mashiach will be is a person compelled to act a certain way or does he have Bechir and he said that's why it's the second last into the Torah as a Bechir to the end of Pashas Bechir to Bechir he says because that comes at the end of time that's going to be the, the, the discussion does a person have Bechir or does a person have Bechir and uh, we could say it was too much prophetic because more and more today, the way the world looks at things is that people don't are compelled to act, no, either, by, no. either by their medis or by their nurture, by upbringing, or the experience that they had, or whatever it's going to be, and therefore it's a product of his circumstances. And if that's the case, he had no other choice. A person was traumatized in a certain way, or a person was, uh, so to speak, trained to think a certain way, or a person's own nature is of a certain thing, and what you expect him to be different to that. A person uh, has, no, has no choice. Well, he's, he's the result of whatever the chemicals working inside of him, he's the result of whatever his upbringing was, whatever he was exposed to, and therefore there's no culpability. There's a truth to this, no? Harry Lechoy, what a person's medis do play a big role in what they do. And the person's upbringing, or what he was exposed to, will make a difference in his life. And, uh, and the answer is, no one's denying that. But, that doesn't take away Bechira. That just means that's the stage on which he's going to have to fight. Which means he's brought up in a violent society and therefore take a agent to pick up a hammer and throw it at somebody. But, if that's the case, now that's his Bechira. You don't have to throw the hammer. You can, you can, you can you know, restrain yourself. And it could be somebody who wasn't in that society. She isn't gonna, that's not going to occur to them. That's not what they're used to. That's not the world that they've experienced. But, so it won't be where they're going to say Bechira is. It'll be somewhere else. In other words, the, the, the way that the psychology looks at it is only at one side. They're looking at the side of what the person is going to do based on his middles or based on his impulsive reaction. But that's not all there is to a person. A person has a das, which means a person has the ability to control the impulse. And therefore, even if the impulse exists, and the psychologist could be right about that, that doesn't mean that therefore he's condemned to act a certain way. A person can restrain himself. Even if there's the conditioning, even if there's the middle, whatever it's going to be, because the regular person says that a person is only, is only the connection of his impulses, is only the, so to speak, the result of his middle, that's all there is to him, then what you're saying is there's no way a person can control himself. I once said, Revolver writes the way I said it, I'm not really sure. Once I was speaking to him in person, he said it much more sharply. He said, the reason why psychology doesn't think there's more to a person than that is because they've never experienced it. They've never seen what it means to be misguided on yourself. And therefore they think that what a person feels or a person's impulsive reaction is, gets acted on. And that's all there is to a person. If they've once seen that a person can be misguided, and as strong as the impulse he has, he's stronger than that. And he can exercise his ability of self-restraint or control not to act the way that he would naturally react not to act the way he's being conditioned to act, then you'd see there's a second side to a person. But being as in the wider world, that's Kimat never exercised, so it gets ignored. The fact that a person has the ability to overcome the impulse, 
to overcome the tendency to work against whatever the natural reaction would be is something which gets forgotten about and therefore atrophies. People lose this ability and therefore they only do act based on the way that they're conditioned to act and if that's the case, if the, the, the modern day psychologist is, so to speak, uh, assessing what he sees, that's what he's going to see. People act based on their impulses. People act based on their, what they were conditioned to see. They've never seen this concept of other. They've never seen the person who can be misguided and the person who can restrain that. And then they'll see that there's a side to a person which is extremely underdeveloped. And that is the person's ability to exercise self-control. Because as much as we don't argue, people have medicine and it makes a fight. People have experiences or past trauma or the way that they're, the way that they're upbringing. And it's going to make a challenge, but it doesn't condemn the person. That, that, that's is there any the place challenge. for that discussion? Trying to and, therefore, and therefore, when a person understands his medicine, understands the elements in his, in his childhood, whatever it might have been, which are affecting him, he knows what the challenge is. He knows what he has to fight against. He knows where he's going to be, where he's going to get, like, put again, put into a test. But now he has to know. I have the ability to overcome this. I have the ability to be stronger than it. Self-help and right. If they're going to say that therefore we can treat somebody, what they say is now we condition them to act differently. But then again, it's conditioning or it's training or it's uh, whatever the results of the system he's been through. And now we reverse the system. But the idea that no, a person has the fear. And therefore a person can choose. There might be factors which push him in a certain direction. A person can choose. And he's not condemned to act a certain way. So the point is, the fact that does a person have the ability to overcome something, uh, that's the first point of Bukhira, yes. It doesn't mean that there isn't a strong impulse. It doesn't mean that the person doesn't have a, a, a title for something. It doesn't mean that there weren't reasons why a person would be more prone to fall in that area. That's all true. That's all true. But that presents an insight. It's possible to overcome that. And that's especially true today. Without going into the process of the topic, you'll understand. And then as they talk about people with uh, uh, alternative lifestyles, well, what do you want from them? They, they had uh, different kinds of times. Uh, that could be true. Okay. And so what? That's the insight. Just like a person has a time to kill, for whatever reason, they're not going to say, well, what do you want from him? And then go and murder people. He has a time to kill. Not yet. Then, so, so what? <laughs> that is, so that's the time. But yes, the misgabber on it. Anything else which is wrong is the same thing. We can't, we're not denying he has a time. That's his challenge. Uh, we misgabber. But a world which doesn't understand what it means to be misguided, if that's the type, then, then you've got to let him, that, that's him. No, that's the mistake. That's not him. That's an aspect of him. It's his midas, it's his nefesh, whatever you want to call it. It's not him. It's an aspect of him. There's a second side to the person. A person is nice, and a person can choose to be not like that. And therefore, we, it's not, we're not arguing. We're agreeing a person has midas. We're agreeing a person has a nefesh, and, and gets te- a tendency to act in a certain way. But don't stop there. An animal just has a nefesh. A person has a ruach. Which means a person has dies, and a person can work against that. And if that's the case, the result of Bakira is there's a second side to a person. He can choose to be different. Even with the tendency, even with the title, he can still choose to move government. Discussion you wanted to have on the principle of the Rambam. And that is that is there a concept of a person who doesn't have Bakira because of his nature, because of his upbringing, whatever it's going to be? That's the first thing we spoke about. The second thing is when they ask a question from the Gemara, or from Chazal. The Chazal says in a number of places, in different ways, and then it's given to or once a person is done in a very twice, nice is like a hetzer. Now it becomes mutter to me. If that's the case, 
that the Gemara says in Kedushin, like his pregnancies, and one's going to go over again. Which means once a person repeated that area enough times, now it becomes something which he doesn't feel repelled by. He doesn't see it as being bad anymore. And that's okay, so it's going to be quite again. So that's because then he doesn't have a here. If we say that the Matthias is that now that he's done this enough times wrong, so now he made a uh, that's it. He lost his bechir because he's he's going to fall again. It's nice to look at it. What's the answer to that? The same point is before, just in a deeper sense, and that is naturally what normally stops a person doing something wrong is the fact that they feel guilty about it. Their conscience acts as a fact that stops them doing something wrong because they feel it's the wrong thing to do, and if they do it, they feel guilty that they did it. When a person's nirshal enough times, so they lose the conscience. They've either been mashed in, they've somehow justified it to themselves, or they somehow decided to ignore the conscience, or they somehow uh, found a way to appease themselves that it's like, or that they're okay with it, whatever the reason is going to be. But once a person's repeated that very enough times, they no longer have that conscience, which means they don't have that factor which is going to make them feel bad about what they did. And you understand, the person every single day gets up in time for davening, and one day he gets to that, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm just talking with the tibble. He's going to feel guilty about it. But now that becomes habitual, and now he says, every day, okay, I get up, I'll daven in the room, I go to wherever I have to go to. So then he loses the, the feeling of guilt, he loses the conscience. So of course he's going to do it again, because he doesn't have uh, the factor which is make, going to make him feel bad about it. That's what means nice like a hat. But it doesn't take away Bechira. Bechira starts when the person's dies. And if we go back to the starting point, is it right or is it wrong? And he doesn't have the fact to help him call his conscience. That's an, it's a, a factor which helps the person do the right thing, because it makes him feel bad about doing the wrong thing. So he's lost that. He's lost the fact of his conscience. But his bias is still there. So let's say he's gotten into the habit of, of not having on time. So say, Rabbi, let's, start, let's, let's work it out again. This is so good. Is it to the rights of creation? Why is the time of the creation? Uh, are we doing it or are we not doing it? If we're not doing it, then maybe we're doing something wrong. Maybe we should reassess. If a person's going to go back to the beginning and come back to his dice, of course he can come back to his bechir. Just the, the factor which was going to help him even before that, which means the guilt that a person is still doing something wrong, he might have lost. It doesn't mean he can't change and can't help back. himself. He'll get it back. If he realizes that's how bad it is, then yes, he'll get it back. He says, Movas Ayyukhalisko, and there's a person who has missed my Krishna. This is an unfixable thing. I lost the whole day's Krishna. And he understands what that means. Then yes, he'll start to feel guilty again. The dice can bring it back again. So yes, he might have lost the natural first offense, if you want to call it that. That doesn't mean it's the last case. It's still, it's, of course he's still here. The person can still, can, can still with using his dice, he can bring these back. Okay, so that's the second point. Uh, we're going to talk about that, that the principle of Bechira, and that is that even if a person's been initial in the past, even if a person's initial in the past, it's, it's possible to, it's still possible to, to, to use his dice and come back to the point of Bukhira. That's the second thing. Now, the, 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 the third point, which we're going to talk about on this level, and that is, where, what's the range of a person's Bukhira? I'll go back to the second point. I wanted to talk about this, we'll have to discuss more tomorrow about Hashem, just to introduce the topic, and that is, what's the range of Bukhira? Range in what sense? The range in is what a person in, in any given situation can choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing, or it can choose uh, in, any, in a given situation. But that's talking about a specific event, a specific instance, a specific, so to speak, uh, 
uh, challenge a person finds himself in or a specific decision he has to make. But the Rambam makes it much bigger than that. And he says, Bechira means everybody can be a Tzadik like Moshe or a Rosh like Yeroba. Now that needs explanation because that's a different principle. And the Rambam throws it into the same paragraph. And that is that Yeshiva Bechira isn't just in any given matter, can you do right or can you do wrong. Bechira is altogether in a lifetime. And altogether where a person, where, where a person can reach. It's not just a question of right now should I do the right thing or the wrong thing. Right now can I control myself or not. It's, Bechira is, can I be like another Moshe Rabbeinu? And the question then, which we're going to be talk about uh, tomorrow night, is what's the Havimina? Moshe Rabbeinu started off not like a Tzadik. Moshe Rabbeinu was brought up in the house of Amram, who was the god Ladar. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was born, the house was the light with Oyer. Now a person that wasn't born like that, hasn't lived the last 10 years, 20 years like that, and now he decides, right, time to start again. Right? It's still striking to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, Tzadik like Moshe. They say, I'm not going to make mistakes anymore. And from, from now on, I'm going to do the right thing. But how can the Rambam make the range of Bechira so big that, uh, that, uh, that it's like every person can be a Tzadik like Moshe? So you talk about it. What's the Yisod there? How does, it, how does it make sense that, that we don't talk about how we, where he started or where he's been until now or what he's done in the past? No. Bechira means everyone can be a Tzadik like Moshe. How's it going to work? It's, it's not just that a person can do right. Is that a person can get to the highest. It's like the other way around. You don't want a Russia like Yeravim. Yeravim was in a unique position to be a Russia like that. Not everybody's the king of Ta Israel that can send everybody off to Derek. Now, if a person's like a kind of insignificant person who hangs out in the back of the shul, well, he's going to turn the whole Derek off to Derek. How's he going to be a Russia like Yeravim exactly? So that's what we'll talk about tomorrow, Hashem. What it means, the range of the how much the can affect.